He pioneered Jets blogging and podcasting. He brought smiles to the faces of Jets fans all over the world. He was there through the good and bad. And then, one day... He vanished. People far and wide wondered, where has he gone? When will he return? Thankfully, the answer is... Now! The OG of Jets podcasting and vlogging is back! Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in! This is There's Always Next Year with Brian Bassett. I'm back, the real me, let's not, not make a whole thing of it. And his co-hosts, Chef Travis Milton. Today we're going to be making the students my tasty baked ziti with basil and fresh mozzarella. And Josh Conrad. Oh my brother, testify. On Turn on the Jets Digital. Welcome back to There's Always Next Year. I am your host, Brian Bassett. You can follow me on Twitter at Brian underscore Bassett. And as always, I'm here with Travis Milton, who you can follow on Twitter at Dash37Board27. And along with Travis and myself, we are uh, commiserating the Jets 33-0, to humiliating defeat with Josh Conrad, who you can find on Twitter at Josh underscore Conrad. So gentlemen, Blarg, uh, did you ever imagine that we were going to be talking about this Jets game against the Patriots with Sam Darnold and they actually played a better game in the first game without Sam Darnold. Nope. I don't know that it was a better game. I mean, they didn't score an offensive touchdown in the first game. <laughs> True. Um, it's just everybody, well, they didn't even make up for it, but uh, uh, so bad. I'm sitting in a glass case of emotion. I'm pulling my best Ron Burgundy <laughs> right now. I'm sitting in a glass case of emotion. Oh, not sitting. Milk was sitting. a bad choice. Yeah. Uh, they took Baxter. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The bad man took Baxter. The bad man took our hope. That's essentially what happened. The bad man took our hope. We are in a position where a week ago, things looked like for all of the darkness that we saw without Sam Darnold earlier in the season, um, we were starting to get a little light with Sam Darnold playing very well against the Cowboys, who we all agreed were maybe a little bit of um, a pretender, uh, you know, masking as a, as a contender. But regardless, there was still, there was still a sense that, Hey, maybe this Jets team is better than anticipated. And then we get what we saw Monday night with Sam Darnold seeing ghosts throwing off his back foot repeatedly uh, some terrible, terrible interceptions, and then beyond that, just – I mean, some of those missed passes were also just horrific where he was throwing the ball. There wasn't a Jets player or, I mean, really any player within 10 yards of, of where the pass landed on the field. And so I guess I'm just asking you guys, do you think this is, a, you know, a product of him playing what is the best defense in the league or – is there some regression or what, what's happening with Sam Darnold from what we saw a week ago to what we saw this week? Cause I mean, just to say Rod Marinelli's no, no, no slouch in terms of coaching a defense. No, I, I think what's happening is that our quarterback is seeing aberrations of formerly alive human beings in the form of ghosts. Now, mm-hmm. um, that <laughs> ghost, dad. I, go, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's the kid from sixth sense grown up. 
Um, no, I, you know, I, I was watching some of the pregame stuff on ESPN yesterday, and Dan, Dan Orlovsky, former UConn quarterback, shout out UConn Huskies. Um, he he had some really great stuff about this um, this this coverage zero blitz package that mm-hmm. the Patriots would be running, and then they ran it basically oh all my night. Goodness. All and night. it ju- like Sam, like the fact that Dan Orlovsky, ESPN. NFL analyst sees things that Adam Gase and Greg Williams can't see is both infuriating and so predictable. And so like it, it certainly is, is a credit to that Belichick defense. Um, and listen, we, we couldn't block to, to save our lives. And so like Darnold couldn't make good reads. The line was not picking up blitz packages from, from where they're coming from in this coverage zero thing. Um, and our quarterback was seeing ghosts and he had his toenail ripped off. So I don't know where to start with it. I just know that all of those things go into the soup, and what comes out is something you don't want to eat. Toenail soup? Ugh. Little little toenail pie. That sounds like something from, like, barf. Appalachian cuisine barf. from the 1920s. So much barf. <laughs> uh, Travis, I mean, what, what did you think? I mean, I, I forced myself to watch it until about uh, the five-minute mark or something yesterday, and then I was like, I just I can't keep – I can't keep doing this. I've done it this long. I should probably see it through, but I, I got to turn it off at this point. What were so your- one of my best friends is is a Patriots fan. Um, and uh, so I've, I've actually seen pretty much all the Patriots games this year. And one thing that is a true testament to their defense is it it's less about the talent and more about this this defense and this Patriots team might be the most Bill Belichickian thing that I've ever seen in my life. Uh, this defense is so good, not necessarily at disguising, but making a quarterback second guess what they're doing. And you saw a lot of that last night with, you know, they're, they're going into, you know, zero all out blitzes. And then, you know, they make him think that we're zero all out blitzing you every time on third down. And then they drop into zone when they've been playing man the whole time. And then there's times when it's in man where they make him think that it was zone. Like they they literally just got into Sam's head from the first play and made him second guess every single thing that he was doing. And legitimately that's what they've been doing all year long. And they've been playing against younger quarterbacks for the bulk of this, like Jones. And um, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's exactly what happened last night. And it, I don't know that it was a product of the talent on defense, but it was a product of, of the scheming and our just, just being out freaking coached on every single level. It was, yeah. I mean, and, and that's one of the things that we've seen so far this year, to your point, is, you know, Bill Belichick is truly in command of this defense. You know, having seen Matt Patricia and Brian Flores leave town over the last couple of years, while he ceded more responsibility to them, um, now with a younger group of, you know, potentially re- replacement kind of, you know, full-on defensive coordinators who would run that system – Belichick is running that that system, and right, it's just not. It, it's right. You're getting the best of him. He's not looking at the offensive side of the ball. I'm sure he's in there and talking to them, but right on on game day, he's thinking about defense um, and game management. And and right, yeah, what a game he called. Uh, that said, there there were obviously, um, you know, to your point, places where they were begging Sam Darnold and Adam Gase to to beat them. Like if you listen to the broadcast, 
they were talking about how, right, because they were in zeros, you know, like basically man coverage all over the field, um, you know, there should be places where a quarterback with a good arm can get the ball to. And while I get it, they're bringing pressure and that offensive line is a leaking sieve. It seems to me that there were more plays that could have been had, uh, but just, yeah, Sam Darnold was not able to gut through making those calls and, you know, but, but like then when you see him throwing off his back foot, you know, and it's a, it's a floating ball that gets, you know, picked and, and returned. And we, and we saw four interceptions. You're like, well, why are you making the wrong throws, but you're not making the right throws that you, you should be. And I mean, I, I, it is a factor of disguises, but it's a factor of other things too. And I think it looked to me like there were times where Gase was trying to do different things. He was trying to run screen plays. He was, you know, he was trying to do all kinds of different shenanigans and just nothing nothing worked nothing cared. and so i guess you know we're faith to just ask like well you know where do we go from here is it well we're getting into a softer part of the schedule and things will be easier or is it like these are the games that we hired you to win and you're not even you haven't even scored an offensive touchdown in the two games against your biggest rivalry so josh when you think about this team and kind of where they are right now what, what do you expect of them going forward? Um, I, you know, I, I think it's in between the Cowboys game and this Patriots game. I, I don't see a lot of games coming up where there's going to be total embarrassment. But I don't – I also don't think that that Cowboys win is going to hold up over the course of the season. That team looks like it's a little bit on the downswing too. Hollow, so, yeah. yeah, so like I, I, don't, I don't really know. Like – and I know that's that's kind of a crappy answer, but like from Adam Gase, who's who's really given us nothing in terms of what they're trying to do, or you know, really seeing any cohesive offensive game plan. Um, I mean, Lev Lev Bell was a bright brighter spot. I mean, it still wasn't a great game for him, but it seemed to be the only thing kind of consistently working is getting getting some rushing yards, um, albeit not that many. Um, so I, I don't I don't know, guys. Like I, I feel at a loss here, and I feel like. It's just going to have to come back to Adam Gase um, just owning this. And, you know, the, the little halftime, I don't know if it's at halftime or is it before halftime, and he's given a little pep talk, and they, they obviously had Sam Mike, and so they had the audio from Gase just saying, like, hey, you got you to clear it and start over. Like, start over, start over. And it's like, is, is this the, ma- the magician that was working with Peyton Manning? Like, obviously, <laughs> you know, like the, the, the quarterback whispering of Adam Gase to Sam Darnold has done almost nothing for him, you know, a third of the way through this season. And so I don't know what to expect going forward. I don't know if, if we should expect 33 to nothing blowouts or two point wins over semi good teams. Like it's somewhere in between any given week. Um, But I mean, this was a complete no show from top to, from top to bottom um, in something that should have been a little bit more competitive. So I, I don't know. I really have, I've had no expectations. I was, trying to temper Jets Twitter yesterday by saying, listen, like the, the, the out of controlness of people thinking over the weekend that the Jets were going to win this game and that New England had any reason to be worried was just so completely ridiculous. And that's, you know, a realistic point of view. But, but what, what have we really seen, guys, that like gives you any hope for the rest of – like what have you seen that goes, man, if we can just keep doing this one thing, we're going to be successful. I can't name one thing consistently that feels successful with this team right now. Uh, 
they're dropping their safeties 10 yards off the line of scrimmage um, against short, short throws. Is that, is that, is that good? Is that That's good pretty consistent and maybe not in the way you want it to be. Oh, oh okay. Okay. <laughs> you talk about that little vignette where he was, he was mic'd up with Adam Gase and kind of what I, <laughs> what immediately came to mind. I'm such a jerk. What immediately came to mind is like Gase knowing in the back of his mind that Sam Darwin was mic'd up and on Monday night and not that they would show him screaming at him to, you know, be a better human being or whatever, but that, like that he's like kind of the subtext is I know you're mic'd up for ESPN right now and you're playing a terrible game of football and I will ream you out later. But for right now, like just, I believe in you. <laughs> it was, it was, it was the weirdest little moment. And just to see that. And I understand like he's, he is trying to be supportive, but he's like, I'm being supportive because I'm on, national tv and i need to be seen as being supportive rather than just actually being supportive and i'm like this is this is all the reasons why i never wanted to hire this guy i'm sorry i'm sorry anyway that's enough of my ranting uh travis do you want to rant for a little while i don't know like i'm just feeling sad yeah that's fair <laughs> that's even worse that's like when your dad told you he's disappointed in you when you did something wrong as a kid like you just it's like i just feel sad i don't even feel like i want to rant it's just not worth I mean, it to be, to be honest like i didn't have high expectations going into the game because I have watched so many Patriots games and, and I, yeah. I feared that this was going to happen. And, and I think I texted you both. Like this is, this team is why I can't have any optimism in my life. Like I don't <laughs> want to, I, I don't, I've, I've, I've been trying to work on vulnerability and read Brene Brown books, but I can't open myself up to this team. Mm. You need to write yourself a permission slip that it's okay for the jets to be bad. Yes. You know, yes. One, one bright spot, guys, that did come out of this game, and I was really excited when I realized it. It's going to be like 12 months before we have to play the Patriots again. It's great. Oh. See, this yeah. is amazing, Josh, because you just faded out there when you were saying, like, the one bright spot, and then, like, your audio just went completely dead. <laughs> so that, I think there's something telling there. But, I'm, yeah, I can hear you now, but you, you need to re-say it, but it was just so telling about the one bright That's spot perfect. from the Jets. So, yeah. Oh, go ahead. So, Go ahead. The, the second bright spot, in, in addition to silence, is we don't have to play mm. the Patriots for another 12 months. Oh, yeah, that's great. Okay. That's a victory, that, that is, victory that is formation. A <laughs> uh, oh, that's sad. That's so sad. Um, gives us 12 months to gut our roster and start all over again for the 20 millionth time. While sports can bring us so much joy, it can also bring us a lot of unwanted stress. And that stress can make it difficult to concentrate, relax, and get decent sleep. Sunday Scaries was launched in 2017 by two best friends and business partners, Bo Schmidt and Mike Sill. They operated a full-service bar with 50 employees and were always exhausted. They tried all kinds of products, but they didn't work. Then they started experimenting with CBD. They loved the effects and regained control of their days and nights, but they wanted better CBD products. So what they did for themselves was specially formulate CBD gummies with vitamins D3 and B12 that were super consumable, easy to take on the go, and effective. Long story short, their specially formulated CBD products and vitamins helped relieve the overwhelming angst they felt on a daily basis. So in July 2017, they named the company Sunday Scaries and began sharing their products with friends and launched their online store at sundayscaries.com. 
With tens of thousands of customers, monthly subscribers, and a 100% money-back guarantee, Sunday Scaries has always been on a mission to transform a worrisome nation into a chill one. And right now, we have a bonus for you. Get 25% off all products at sundayscaries.com when you use the code OVERTIME. Again, 25% off all products at sundayscaries.com when you use the code OVERTIME. Hey guys, Greg Peterson here with the Baseball Betting Podcast. As we know, the MLB season is back in our lives. It's going to be a 60-game sprint unlike anything that we've ever seen before, and I'm going to be giving you picks every single day, seven days a week with Major League Baseball. We're also going to be keeping up with the KBO as well. If you like baseball and you like being able to make some money, subscribe to the Baseball Betting Podcast with Greg Peterson on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Greg Peterson, host of the podcast Hooping with Hoops. Despite the fact that college basketball is in the offseason, it's never too early to get a jump start on taking a look at these teams because there is now 357 of them for the upcoming 2020-2021 college basketball season. I'm going to give you guys a deep dive on every last one of them, keep up with all the transfers in college basketball, and so much more. You are able to subscribe to Hooping with Hoops on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Okay, so I, I have to. We have to talk about. We're talking about Gase a little bit. We have to talk about that moment at the end of the game. It was about ten minutes left in the game, and Belichick takes the uh, like it was like two penalties, right? So they take the delay of game to basically move themselves a little bit away from the like you know to move themselves further to midfield so they have a better punt, a better chance at pinning the Jets deep, and uh, and then Adam Gase declines it. And then he does it again. Uh, well, uh, Belichick and the offense do an, an intent, intended false start. And then Gase declines that penalty again. Like, I'm curious your reaction to that moment. And kind of, I don't, I'm sure you were following along on Twitter a little bit. But what was your read on that moment in time? I missed half the question. I was Okay. <laughs> you're, you're just crying. No, actually, like legitimately, this sounds like, again, when I just said I'm sad, I'm eating a piece of cheesecake in the car by myself, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's also known as victory formation. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's it's not my normal drinking whiskey, but yeah, I'm just just eating a piece of cheesecake. (laughs) Oh wow! So the yeah, the the keto the you're all, we're off the keto diet. Yeah, yeah. We're pounding cheesecake off the rails. Cheesecake. Oh my god! We're not even weaponizing white claws anymore. We're just just shoving cheese uh, cheesecake. Yeah, if, cheesecake into our face. I love it. If okay. if I get if if I see one Insta story in the next two days of Travis in a bar while Carol King is playing. I'm calling for an intervention. <laughs> Brian, welfare check. We need a welfare I, check. I am mm-hmm. driving through Richmond and picking up Brian. Yes. We are coming to do an yeah, intervention. We're coming to you. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so the question was, there were the two penalties that Belichick, Josh, I'll start with you. Oh, the FU penalties? Yeah, yes. the, yeah, like the, the favorites. Yes. yes. What, what, did you, what, what was your read on that, just watching along at home? It, it gave me it gave me a flashback to the the Bill Belichick and Bill Parcells thirty for thirty where they were ranting just about how much they hated everything about the Jets and I just thought in my head like in like to to the level and and listen I don't think I don't put anything past Bill Belichick I think somewhere in his brain in the last week was 
All right, I'm gonna store these two things away. So if it's completely out of control and we are decimating them, I'm just gonna screw with them personally. I think that was just for Bill. I think Bill went, you know what? Six championships, a ton of AFC championship games, division victories, winning the division year after year. This one's for Billy Boy. And so I just, I hate that man with every fiber of my being. And man, do what I love him if he was my head coach. That was, it was, it was, right. it was like a masterpiece. Travis, what do you think? Um, it was a masterpiece of, of FUing. Um, it, it was a big old fuck you, but it, I, it was, yes, it was, like I said, that entire game was the most Belichickian thing I've ever seen. Uh, I was amazed he didn't just go for two on every single play. Um, the fourth and sixth, I was like, okay, uh, that's ballsy. And then I was like, no, it's not like we've given you every third down. Like, you know, that, you know, you're going to, you're yeah. going to pick it up. Um, I mean, it was just a freaking like uh, a beat down of every single bit of hope that, that I think m- myself as a Jets fan had going into that game. And I was like, okay, yeah, all this talk <laughs> about, we, we might overturn a dynasty one day. We're taking it one, one game at a time. Yeah. You know, we've got an easy schedule. There's some hope. And no, no, yeah, no. Cheesecake. Well, he couldn't couldn't have gone for two traps because because if he went for two, then the the, the cheesecake. (laughs) I was going to say, if he goes for two, then Mike Nugent doesn't get his revenge game. Like, uh, there's no revenge game for Mike Nugent without. uh, This is the Mike Nugent revenge game. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Great. Yeah, absolutely. That was a Mike Nugent revenge game. Um, uh, so, but the other thing too is what I thought. Like, I don't know if Belichick respected him for declining both penalties. Like, I think he kind of, like, he he must have. He was smiling there, but he must have respected him for doing it twice and knowing, like, I've got to basically, you know, have a personal foul here. You know, some sort of unnecessary roughness play to make this actually like have him not decline this penalty. But at the same time, like. It sure feels like Adam Gase is just like straight up tilting in that moment. Like he is so I, off. He just, he's like, screw you. I know what you're trying to do. I'm not going to let you do it. It's like when you're playing a game, whether it's ping pong or basketball or whatever with a friend or, you know, a video game, something. And, and you're just like, um, the person's beating you bad. And then they like do something to like, you know, maybe they, they don't, they miss a shot they should have made or whatever. And they're like, don't do that. Don't you do that to me. Like you play your full game. And that's kind of the way I felt Gase treated it. But at the same time, right, there's just this total tone deafness to the whole moment that like, I don't know. It I, warmed my I thought, soul. I thought, I thought two simultaneous thoughts. One was he's definitely just screwing with the jets. The second thought I had was, in his Bill Belichickian, I can like he's Doctor Strange, right? He's Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. He sees all dimensions, he knows all the options, and then he chooses the one friggin' scenario <laughs> in which he can always win and never lose. He he saw into his Doctor Strange brain and went, "Adam Gase is going to get fired in two years. I'm going to hire him as my quarterbacks coach, and that guy is going to be on my staff, screwing right. with everybody else around us, going." No, 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 no. You don't get to do this to us. And I think he has an affinity for Adam Gase in that moment that is going to result in three years with Adam Gase on the Patriots sideline coaching his quarterbacks. It's 1,000% going to happen. 
That that kind of reminds me of Tom Brady giving Demarius Thomas a, a gift pregame and then Demarius Thomas like dropping the most catchable pass I've ever seen in my entire life. It's like, oh, what what is in the box? What was in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box, Tom? I, I think the box I think the box said thanks for giving Sam mono on a watch. So it's a watch with the face that says thanks for bringing <laughs> mono to Sam Darnold or as a pair of pliers so that Demarius could rip off Sam Darnold's toenails this morning. That could have been what happened. That's how the toenail fell off. That's I like um, that. I like that conspiracy. See, Trev, where Trev gets like sad, I just get so incensed. Like I don't understand how for 20 years this one team and this one guy with his incredible all-time quarterback, have just completely owned us. Like, I don't understand how one time we have not been able to figure this out. Like, it is infuriating, guys. You make a good point, Josh. Tom Brady has tortured Jets fans for a real long time, and I, for one, am also quite tired of it. Hey, it's Scott Mason. Sorry, I just wanted to jump in real quick and let you know about a couple of great things going on, courtesy of Play Like a Jet. First of all, I got to tell you about CBS Sports HQ, brand new streaming sports network. It's live 24-7 and it's absolutely free. You get breaking news, highlights, fantasy advice, and gambling picks too. As I said before though, the best part of it is it's absolutely free. I don't mean for a week or a month. I mean it's completely free forever. You don't even need a login. Just download the CBS Sports app on your phone, Apple TV, Roku, Fire TV, or any other connected device at any time to watch CBS Sports HQ. No fake debates, so no Skip Bayless or Stephen A. Smith. Just sports for real sports fans at a great price of, yep, you guessed it, absolutely nothing. You don't even have to log in or sign up for anything. Download the CBS Sports app and watch CBS Sports HQ today. Also, if you're looking for tickets to the big event coming to town, you're going to want to download the Vivid Seats mobile app because right now, if you use the promo code OVERTIME at checkout, you'll get yourself a discount of up to 100 bucks on your very first purchase. Every single purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee, and you automatically get enrolled in the Vivid Seats Rewards Loyalty Program. You can see concerts, sporting events, or any kind of arena show that you like. They've got tickets for everything. So make sure you download the Vivid Seats mobile app today. Enter the promo code OVERTIME at checkout, and you'll receive a discount of up to 100 bucks on your first purchase. And finally, got to tell you about MyBookie.ag. My brother Craig comes on the show once a week to give you his gambling tips. And while he lost on the Jets, he did win on all of his other picks. So if you would have followed his advice, you could have made some big money betting over at MyBookie.ag because right now, if you sign up, you'll get your first deposit doubled when you use the promo code OVERTIME. That's right. They're going to match your very first deposit when you use the promo code OVERTIME. Bet on the Jets or bet on any of the other games around the league. Plus, you can make prop bets like this coming Sunday against the Jaguars. You can bet on how awesome Gardner Minshew's mustache is going to be. How many times I'm going to contemplate punching a hole in my television set because of Tremaine Johnson. Those aren't real prop bets, but you know what I'm saying. You can bet the over-under, and you can bet on who's going to have the most touchdowns or who's going to have the most rushing yards. Normal human being stuff, not the kind of stuff that gets my mind going. So head over to mybookie.ag right now, sign up, and you will get your first deposit doubled. Mybookie.ag, you play, you win, and you get paid. Brian, sorry again to cut in on the show. Go ahead, my friend. The thing that also makes me sad, Travis, is like, and like, whatever, uh, I'm watching Tom Brady on the sideline and like, you know, they're showing him with this helmet off and I'm like, 
that motherfucker looks like he's 18 years old. Like, what the hell is happening with this guy? He's Benjamin buttoning his, his whole life. Like, he's going backwards in time. It's like, there's no end to this. This is going to keep going, guys, for another 10 years. He's going to be playing until he's 50. Oh, my God. I turned 40 last week, and I can't do crap. <laughs> I'm eating cheesecake in a truck. Screw <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Oh my gosh! All right, do we do we need to we need to talk a little bit about the defense before we before we go and cry and 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 eat eat more cheesecake? But um, what like th- th- I don't know what we can even talk about with this defense. Like Greg Williams is atrocious. He's still lining his players up super far off the field. His safeties. Um, I mean, there was some good play by the defensive line. I thought. You know, Lennon Williams had a couple plays. Quinn Williams got a, got some pressure at some points in time. But, you know, Gary Myers had this, you know, very – Gary Myers tweet, like, you know, last night saying, like, oh, well, you know, I can't believe that Tom Brady is still in this game. What's Bill Belichick doing? And it's like, you know, if you were threatened by someone, then you would remove them from the game. But the point is, like, that's not a reflection on Bill Belichick and, like, the fact that he's being cavalier with his quarterback – it's a reflection on the fact that the Jets are just like they're they're like they've had their claws removed, right? Like there's just he's not afraid of this team. So, Literally and figuratively, we have had our toenails removed. Ten minutes remaining, like just not going to happen. <laughs> Keeps coming back to cheesecake and toenails. Cheesecake and so, toenails. So, I don't know, any thoughts about this defense? Did you see? Did you see anything last night? I mean, Tremaine Johnson had one play which was fantastic, uh, and then the rest of the time, who's horrific. But um, I don't know. Is there, is there anything that we haven't already rehashed a million times? Jamal Adams is great. There's a you know solid defensive line. I mean, Mosley came back, right? Did you guys key in on Mosley? Was he doing anything last night? He was not dropping back into coverage as much. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, Marcus May and Jamal Adams both still had a pretty damn good game. But, I mean mm-hmm. – we can't play defense with two people. Um, I really liked Bart Scott's comment after the game about Tremaine Johnson, which was, uh, dude, you're straight up stealing from this organization. Yes. Um, Thank you. You need to give your salary to charity. Daryl Roberts is not great, but at least he's over there. You know, he's putting out mm-hmm. a lot of effort every single play. Um, that was just kind of a microcosm. I mean, Leonard Williams showed up a couple plays like I, I realized he was playing um, doing a little bit more than the quote unquote dirty work. Uh, mm-hmm. I, it, it, it was a mess. I mean, they were just dink and dunked all day long. It was like that first drive was like death by a thousand cuts. And it's, uh, uh, go ahead, go ahead. you can't take about a cheesecake. It's okay. Take I don't know if I cheesecake. got any more words. The only thing that, I, I ha- that I'd like to discuss, and maybe we don't want to even do it. At what point in an NFL season with an NFL team, professional athletes, do you just revolt and go, I, mm-hmm. as Marcus May, as Jamal Adams, I'm not lining 20 yards off the ball to start this play. I'm mm-hmm. going to get up within 10 yards. I'm, I'm going to direct my defense as I see fit. Like, I think the league is set up in a little way where coaches ultimately still have all the power. Like, you can, you mm-hmm. can bench a guy and – Guys don't want to pick up their reputation that they're not going to listen to coaches. I get all that. I understand this is their livelihood. But at what point does this team go, you know what, like, CJ, Marcus, uh, Jamal, Leah, like, at what point do those guys just go, you know what, 
we got this. We're going to do this our own way. Like, at what point is there just a full-on revolt in which they don't look so ridiculous lining so far off the ball? Oh, man. I think if for the players it's hard, right, because they, you know, they, they have to think, okay, is this someone I have to live with next year? Is this person going to, you know, go squawk to the front office and tell them, you know, that, that they need to cut me, um, right? And But, like, there is this sense of, like, is this defensive coordinator dead? Because once he's dead, I'll do whatever the hell I damn well please. Um, yeah. And I, for whatever reason, I just Greg Williams has this reputation that he's this great defensive mind, and maybe he was 15 years ago. But the game has passed him by, and no one has seemed to pick up on that. Um, and so I, I would not be surprised if Greg Williams is the defensive coordinator next year. And, I mean, as insane as it is for me to say it, Greg Williams is not the worst problem on the coaching staff of this team, right? Like he's just, he's not the worst problem. So, so for me saying that is saying a hell of a lot. So I I just, I expect he'll be there next year. And so the guys aren't going to want to rock the boat, which is, makes me want to eat some cheesecake. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's oddly cathartic. (laughs) Now, is there, we need to know what kind of cheesecake it is you're specifically eating. Is it just, straight up cheesecake is it yes like- i'm sad i'm not i'm not fancying this shit up like this is just straight up uh grocery store new york style cheesecake oh he's awesome. a basic man with basic cheesecake cake needs everybody yeah he just wants to be left alone in a truck in in appalachia with a fork yes. and his two jet buddies Wait. and just chopping it up there's, There's like, no fork you, involved. I was like, going to say, is there a fork? I have to know. I have to know. No, I'm, I'm, no I'm like, fork? I am fistfulling this crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Just, just make it, make, is... like, I, I'm legitimately, the like, right now, the male version of a bad scene in the Bridget Jones Diaries. <laughs> the Travis Milton Diaries, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Kathy, it's a Kathy cartoon. It I is completely it. Oh a Kathy cartoon. I'm... Oh man, this is so good. All right, what I, I don't know. I don't know where we go from here. I think. I think this is this is a great signal that it's time to time to wrap it up, gentlemen. Thank you for taking time, Josh. Uh, I know today is a busy day for you, Travis. I know you've got about a quarter or th- three quarters of a cheesecake yet remaining to to consume. So we'll, we'll leave you to that. All right. Um, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Please rate and review the play like a jet feed. You can find it all the places you're already listening to us. So, Hey, thanks to the, to the play like a jet crew and the turn on the jets crew. Thank you so much for all the work and we will see you next week. Hopefully the jets will have a different situation than a 33 to zero loss. And, uh, and we'll be, Sam Darnold will have uh, exercised the demons and uh, I don't know, maybe he'll have a prosthetic toenail for, for the game next week. We'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Gross. Uh, Thanks. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Thanks everyone. (laughs) Have a good week. Bye. Protect your toenails.